He's flashing his cash loaf again. How many times is that? Two or three? Three! All right. That's the necessary number of times. That scab's gonna have a little on-the-job accident. With all due respect, Dombot, I don't think we should rely on an accident happening. Let's kill him ourselves. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And today we're talking about season three, episode six, Bendless Love. You know what the title of this always makes me think of? What's that, Mike? So I don't know if you've seen the movie uh, 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 Happy Gilmore. Wait, is that the one? Yes, Happy Gilmore. Yes, I've seen Happy Gilmore. Um, there's a scene in the middle of it when he's trying to be romantic with the the female lead. And they are on an ice rink. Um, and they are playing the song Endless Love. Okay. And that is what I think of every time I see Bendless Love. Because of the song. And also I like Happy Gilmore. Okay. So this episode title that is a reference to Endless Love makes you think of Endless Love as it's supposed to, and then makes you think of Happy Gilmore as though it's not supposed to. Well, I, I mean, maybe I'm just thinking about Happy Gilmore too much then, because I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many people have a daily th- thought of Happy Gilmore in the, the year uh, 2017. The only Happy Gilmore reference that I consistently think of is when he is yelling at the ball he's like, the hole is your home. Are you too good for your home? <laughs> I yell at things when things are supposed to go in other things. I Wait, now we're in Ben's we're, euphemism we, corner. We decided to leave our <laughs> Happy Gilmore podcast and go directly into Ben's euphemism corner. Before we get any emails, no, I do not shout that during sex. Anyways, let's talk about season Bazinga. three, episode six bendless love i can talk about that anecdote yet again if we if we just want to do a loop (laughs) of this episode no then it's groundhog's day see this is a different thing this is this podcast which is already incredibly unfocused has not started out on a focused note whatsoever (laughs) i'm not sure which movie from the 90s we're supposed to be referencing now anymore i just i don't i'm lost that's a television show, Ben. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Let's just get this over with. <laughs> wow. Shall we? Back into Ben's euphemism corner, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah, this is... I, I just want to... Before we really get into this episode, I want to apologize so far because it's this is where we're at. It's true. It is another very hot day here in the studio. That is my apartment uh, on the top floor of a building with west-facing windows in the afternoon in the middle of July. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's hot. We start out the episode at Planet Express. The ship is preparing to launch. Guidance system. Online. Autopilot. Uh, the autopilot says something. Dark matter indicator. It's making a noise. 
and then they go ahead and take off and immediately crash into traffic. It is a, it is a surprisingly intense uh, takeoff sequence, which usually they're just like, and we're taking off. Mm-hmm. Like in in the series has landed, Fry doesn't even get a chance to finish a countdown to 10. That is true. And meanwhile, like now they're like this giant takeoff sequence and... I will say that this they're, what, three seasons in now, and maybe they have decided that these checks are important to make before uh, taking off. I Especially, suppose. I, w- I think it's important, knowing that dark matter is your fuel, to look at the indicator and see whether or not it's making a noise or not. I suppose. Uh, you've got a point. Kind of like how you get in a car, and then you check all your, your gauges and mirrors and whatnot. Yes, that is a thing I definitely do. We cut to a shot of sort of the postmortem of the of the crash, and Leela says that she's compiled a a report and is this giant binder. And then Bender's like, "Sum it up in one word: sabotage." Not not the Beastie Boys kind. And she explains that the L unit, which is this metal bar that is shaped like a capital L. It's mm-hmm. got a 90-degree angle on it. She explains that this is the L unit from any spaceship. It's the thing that makes space, uh, the thing that makes space travel p- even possible. Yeah, it's essential. Everybody knows that. Everyone. And, like <laughs> and everybody does know everybody that. Everybody at the table, In- including Fry. Fry and Zoidberg and Hermes, like everybody. Hermes doesn't surprise me. He's always quite competent. Fry and Zoidberg, yes, does surprise But yeah, they're all like, well, yeah, of course. And then she reveals that the L unit in the Planet Express ship is just a straight line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fry then says, that doesn't look like an L at all, unless you count lowercase. You know we don't. And Bender just slaps him. Which is uh, a really good uh, beat there for me. It's very comedic in a good way. Hermes says, I better make a chart of the suspects. I'll begin by drawing a line with my trusty straight edge. Uh, this is after Bender is like bending it back and forth. Oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah. demonstrate what it looks like to bend, bend this L and he's, unit. And he's even like, who could even do this? And by this, I mean this. And he starts like, <laughs> bend. Yeah, it's so good. It's, it's very good. Like, it's just, uh-huh. it's wonderful. Yeah, and then... Uh, Basically, everything around the office is surprisingly bent. Hermes' straight edge, bent. Amy's javelin, bent. And then, of course, Zoidberg. His slinky. He he finds his slinky as a like a like a wire, a perfectly straight wire. He runs over to it, cradles it in in his arms, and starts crying. <laughs> also, the professor is bent. Like he comes in and his his body is bent 90 degrees sort of at the hips mm-hmm. and he just and he's facing down he's facing down mm-hmm. and he seems very very sad bender's like don't worry i'll fix it bends him backwards so now he's mm-hmm. 90 degrees backwards so his head is facing up mm-hmm. but he he seems to uh that seems to be good um they accuse bender of bending everything and then hermes decides to go to last night's surveillance Everyone's uh, not so sure about that. I mean, they've been working here for three years and didn't know that everything they've been doing at all times 
is under surveillance it, and recorded for posterity mm-hmm. for and all I, time. And I believe Zoidberg says, you've seen me naked? I mean, to be fair, we've all seen Zoidberg naked. That's true. He did molt his shell that one time. And the towel fell off. Sure saw a lot of Zoidberg. It can't be unseen. It's too late. I've seen everything. Every last bit. Uh, so uh, we go to the tape. Um, one one thing that's very, very funny from me is that when they open the tape, there's seven uh, monitors, one trained on every single person's face and then a bigger one for like watching it back. So it's it's not like the surveillance is you know, up in the corner, it's on every Right. Like it's not passive surveillance. It's very much like this is Amy and what Amy's doing right now. Yeah. This is Hermes and like every single employee. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, does Hermes have one? I don't think Hermes has because one. Because he's the one recording. Uh-huh. He doesn't need to record. There is not one on Scruffy though. Well, I mean, why would you record Scruffy? We know what he's up to. He's... He's in the boiler room reading zero G jugs. You don't want to record that. Just leave that one be. But they've recorded enough to see Zoidberg naked. Which one would you rather? I mean, I've already seen Zoidberg naked. (laughs) So so like the devil, you know, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Uh, they watch the footage and it, uh, uh, Bender is sleepwalking into frame. And then he goes to bend a tree, a girder, and then the professor, and then the 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 camera itself. He also bends a couch cushion. Oh yes, I forgot. Which that. I I find funny because like that doesn't take a whole lot of effort, but he's just got to he got to bend it. So, sometimes when you just got to do something, you you got to do it regardless of how hard or easy it is, like bending that it, 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 it that's the example in this episode yes i mean maybe we all have a little bending need in all of us so like i don't know where i'm going with this oh man i was hoping you did <laughs> cuz it i was i was to be honest a little motivated okay you so might have a feature as a motivational speaker a motivational bending speaker yeah okay um you can go to all the bending schools excellent um <laughs> Bending University, mm-hmm. Bending State. Bending Tech. West Bending Tech. North Bending State. Yeah, I think that's all the bending schools. Sweet Bending College. <laughs> okay, I'm kind of proud of myself for that one, to be super honest with you. I uh, I enjoyed that. Okay, um, yeah, I think that's all the bending colleges. We, we got them all. Got gotta bend them all. The most focused episode of Back to the Futurama. We're pretty on track, actually, as far <laughs> as compared to a lot of the other episodes we've done. <laughs> Bender has it turns out Bender has been sleep bending, and he's like, Well, I'm not surprised. I've been bending since the day I was born. Uh he was born in Tijuana. Uh, I believe in the seedier parts of Tijuana. Is that correct? Um mm-hmm. he got his degree from bending school, mm-hmm. like we were just describing. The uh, there is a robot arm that kind of gives him the diploma and puts the mortar and pestle on his head, or mortar. What is it? The hat mortar mortar board. board. I knew I said the wrong mortar thing. and pestle. That's is the a, thing you grind things with. He's a bender, not a grinder. It's true, and he's Jeez. not a lifter. That that put a pin in that one. That comes later. 
the the mortarboard and moves the little tassel from one side to the other and then throws the mortarboard. Yay! Well, because it's all it's in a big assembly line thing where like it uploads things directly into his brain. It hands him a bottle that uh that it's like a baby bottle, but it's beer. Sure. Sometimes we all need the beer baby bottle. I could go for one of those right about now. Same. It would make this a little bit more bearable, I think. The heat or the podcast? A little bit of everything. <laughs> um, uh, and, and it's important to note that this story happened four years ago. Right, because Amy's like, you remember you being born? And he's like, yeah, it was only four years ago. <laughs> and then he calls himself a precocious little scamp. So it turns out Bender has a need to bend. It's a pent-up need to bend. It's a bend lust. It is a bend lust, not to be confused with bend lust. Two totally different things. I'm going to I'm going to just level with you. I wasn't confused. <sighs> Fair enough. A man can dream. So anyways, um Hold on, no. Wait. <laughs> what you dreaming of? There over there, bud? <laughs> a little bend lust. Anyways, moving on. Yes, no comment. Let's move on. The professor says that you can't stay here. Uh, satisfy your bend, bend lust and don't come back to work until you do. He goes off to a f- bending facility. Mm-hmm. The Curvetti Bros uh, Bending Plant. I'm glad that you caught the name of it because I've literally never looked before in my life. So that's all I know awesome. Is, all I know is Sal works there. And when, when the... Okay, so I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, there's a strike happening. Correct. Uh, they they're give give us a raise, you big fat jerk. And Sal goes nevers. That was a little piratey for Sal. I yeah, think. Yeah, it's pirate Sal is what's coming out today. Nevers. You'll nevers get your raise, <laughs> you <laughs> filthy ski waggles. What? <laughs> are are you okay? It's so hot, Ben. I couldn't think of a word. Okay. Um. Fair. Uh, I don't. Seahorses. There it is. What? Okay. So <laughs> there's a strike going on, and it turns out that it's because management refused their demands to switch casual Friday to Monday. It's true. That's a horrible thing for them to do. And now they're hiring scabs at ten percent the normal rate. Ten times the normal rate. Or ten times, yes. I have that written down. It's hot in here. I'm going to use your same excuse. <laughs> I can't read and Mikey can't talk. So yeah, it, it turns out that, that the the strike is also being supported by the robot mafia, which is supposed to be on the down low, but then they say, tell your friends. And uh, Clamps may have a surprise if they, uh, for any, any scabs. It's the Clamps. Spoiler alert, jeez. That's what they say in the episode. Boiler clamps. Spoiler. It can't be a surprise that then you also say the clamps. Like He literally is like, uh, he, uh, the robot mafia Don is like, clamps, you might have a surprise for them. And clamps is like, the clamps? I'm just saying, you can't call it a surprise and then also be like, this is what it is, by the way. It's a surprise for the people getting the clamps. Clamps needs to know it's the clamps before it's a surprise. Because he's the one surprising. I feel like we're we're misconnecting in some way. <laughs> I'm giving Clamp some crap and you're defending him and it was supposed to be a dumb joke. Now it's a real argument. 
Bender gets a tour of the facility and uh, he gets introduced to the other filthy scabs working. And one, the first one of two other total happens to be Flexo. He's the foreman. He's back from the episode where he landed in jail because they framed uh-huh. him for stealing an atom. Flexo doesn't seem to hold the grudge after being mistaken for Bender and arrested. Nah, he's like pretty cool with Bender, yeah. actually. He seems to is happy to see him again. Mm-hmm. Um, the other uh, other worker is Angeline, a fembot. She's very good looking in the canon of the show. I, yes, um, I suppose. I don't really have much of an eye for well, robots. Well, Bender has an eye for fembots and boy howdy. Bender is a fan. Yes. So uh, li- uh, while Bender and Flexo bend girders, uh, Angeline is bending wire hangers. She says that her guidance counselor said she had a knack for it. And I don't remember a whole lot of the conversation, but basically right off the bat, Bender is just like sexual harassment city. Um, yeah. Uh, says something about wanting to get a look at like her di- uh, like uh, circuit diagram or something. Something like that. Um, she, uh, says that it's incredibly inappropriate banter. That's what the scab handbook says, but that's just the way she likes it. Meanwhile, back at Planet Express, everybody is trying to unbend their stuff. Um, so Hermes is able to unbend his straight edge, but, uh, Zoidberg has attempted to re-slinky his slinky and it goes down a few books and it kind of falls over and catches on fire and he starts crying and, I ever that is the one moment that made me teams hashtag team Zoidberg. Really? Yes. It is such a wonderfully timed paced moment. And the absurdity of this piece of wire catching on fire is incredible to me. Okay. Um, I'm willing to believe that because not to skip too far ahead, but like, I think that's probably my favorite joke of the whole episode is just like, it's like beat. This moment where it's just the slinky failed and then all of a sudden it bursts into flames. <laughs> um, and then it's just like, yeah, of course that would happen to Zoidberg. Because it's Zoidberg. Because it's Zoidberg. And I'm always, uh, I will ride or die for Zoidberg. Speaking of ride or die. A motorcycle just <laughs> drove by right when you said that. <laughs> they know. Between this and the car that drove by and the honking. Yeah, the, the Zoid's angels are coming. Zoid. <laughs> Uh, i feel like that's the only way you're ever gonna join a motorcycle game oh yes it has to be future homo themed leather jacket with like a big old picture of zoidberg on the back planet express patches (laughs) i'd still have the tattoo that says mom but it would mean the mom from from uh, futurama Okay. From so, mom's friendly yeah, robot okay. oil. Got it. And then like a, a tattoo of Zoidberg on the other arm. That's true, yeah. With like a heart around it. Mm-hmm. And he's like spewing ink out or something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it's not it's not Zoidberg in his shell. Oh my. Speaking of seeing Zoidberg naked. So when... Uh, stop that eyebrow thing, please. <laughs> So, basically, your eventual plan is to 
find wait are you gonna find zoid's angels or are you gonna found zoid's angels i'm gonna have to found them because i don't if you're looking for a futurama themed biker (laughs) gang i don't think you're gonna have a lot of luck well until i create it and then everyone's gonna have the best luck and we're all gonna be zoid's angels roaming across the countryside this means though that if if Anybody who wants to join, because you got to have your biker gang name. Sure. So you better claim that. You better call Dibs, tweet at us, back, at Back to Futurama. <laughs> tell us what your Zoids Angels biker gang name is going to be. Because <laughs> that way it leaves a paper trail so that when people argue over who called the name first, we have a record of it. I call King Yancey. All right, that was fast. Well done. Mm-hmm. Back to Ben's euphemism corner. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> this is, we're doing such a bad job this week. Oh. Uh, after everybody tries to um, unbend their stuff, the professor and Fry are walking down the streets of New New York in a pretty slummy-looking neighborhood. But the professor is incredibly cheerful and optimistic Between the, with the birds tweeting and splatting yeah he's just he's talking about how beautiful everything is and maybe fry just needs uh, a new outlook because like having this new new view of life has really turned the professor's life around either that or the blood is starting to pool in the back of his brain and it's causing an aneurysm either way either way it's fine yeah um so we go back to the bending plant um Angeline tells Bender that he's she's just as strong as him. He asks her to prove it and gives her a girder. Uh, she does not bend it very well. No, it, she kind of can't really do it. Um, but he kind of gets behind her in the, like, I'm going to help you pose and, like, guides her arms. And they kind of bend it together into a heart. And then they stare into each other's eyes before they kiss. It's sort of a ghost um with the the yes. pottery sort of thing it's even playing like that song in the background mm-hmm. like a weird instrumental version of it but uh yeah it's it's a little like that except he's not a ghost or patrick swayze they bend this girder into a heart and it it goes into this montage of them uh hanging out at a carnival and playing carnival games uh they uh, she's concerned that it won't win from the bottle toss, but then he hits the attendant in the head, steals a toy, and steals his wallet. Uh, they're rowing a boat down a lake, and they get uh, they're riding they're riding a tandem bicycle, and they turn out to be racing Fry, who is on the professor, <laughs> who has roller skates and a and a wheel attached to his head. It is one of the weirdest visuals in all of Futurama. <laughs> I would just like to point that out. In also, sh- they're holding hands with like interlocked fingers. In a show, in a show where a character literally molts his lobster exterior and is a jelly creature underneath. The weirdest visual <laughs> is Fry <laughs> riding the professor on wheels. And I'm sorry, this is this is canon so it can't be ben's euphemism corner it's not ben's euphemism corner it's not weird fan fiction this is just futurama (laughs) 
It's a very, <laughs> very weird visual. I, I would like to point out that uh, Bender wins. Bender and Angeline win the race because he gets a stick out of his compartment and shoves it into the wheel under uh, the professor's head, and they go flying off into a lake. Also, I'm now just thinking about making a gif on the Morbotron that is just a loop, uh, a hopefully a seamless loop of the professor and Fry in this race and just post it everywhere apropos of nothing just to shut down entire conversations. Oh, yes. Like having an argument about politics or whatever. Like, just nope. post that. Fry and professor. Everybody, no one's going to know what you mean. Is going to stop the, the argument right then and there, at least for a few moments while everybody calls you an idiot. <laughs> At least you know what's going to happen to you in the future when you like. I see you. I see you both having an argument. Discuss, but <laughs> at minimum, it's a good stall tactic. It's a good stall test tactic for the let, four seconds. Let me back that up. At minimum, it's a stall tactic. At maximum, that's a stall tactic. Anyways, back at Planet Express, they're doing a meeting. The entire table has been put on the wall. So that the professor can sort of stand at the bottom because he's still he's still bent. Uh-huh. He hasn't been unbent this whole time. And everybody is tied to their chairs. So they won't fall. So they won't fall. Uh yeah. It's it's a wonderful visual because the camera like shows you and then goes back to like having it, it shows you what the real perspective is, and then you just see like everything is turn 90 degrees right so you so everybody's like sitting off of the wall it's it's a wonderful visual that's really tough to talk about on a podcast it's true but when bender shows up he just sort of walks up the wall it's like he's got suction cup feet i mean it makes that sound effect so like it's basically like he's got suction cup feet it's true and uh he declares that since he's in love he's gonna take all of his friends out to celebrate and they go to a nice dinner at Elzar's. Where the sign out front, uh, the special is blackened, blackened leftovers. It sounds wonderful to me. Mm-mm. As long as it's got that spice weasel. Bam. <laughs> well, and that that, <laughs> that segues exa- in, into my next thing, too, is that Bender's talking to Elzar, and he's like, oh, you'll never guess what happened. And then Zo- uh, Elzar? Elzar's just like, Bam. Yeah, the the rising sound on. <laughs> you should cut it in. It's so good. So, special occasion tonight? Oh, Elzar, you'll never guess what's happened. Bam. He. Uh, it's it's such a like a like yeah, but bam, bam. <laughs> so good. I need to start using that. Everybody's gonna look at me like, what the? What are you doing? listen to my podcast and everyone's um, going to say absolutely not oh no not not in the least bit um <laughs> why would i do such a thing you create oh, these weird what's, what's your podcast about futurama cool not interested never moving, gonna talk to moving you ever on again. um <laughs> bender gives a, a toast um and he says uh that angeline's got it all. angeline's not at the dinner by the way yeah that's an interesting uh but decision by bender yeah but he's like 
she's got it all. Looks, charm, and the love of a fabulous bending robot. Uh, Fry says she sure does and points over and Angeline is having dinner and giggling with Flexo. Bender gets so mad he tries to bend the bread and... Uh, Elzar informs him it's, I believe, 10 days old? It, I think he just said it's a day old. I, I, I don't even remember. It was a lot old. But point is he tries to bend it and he finally snaps it in half and his arms fall off which is pretty good mm-hmm. visual pretty gag, good visual I think. gag um he's putting them on and deciding to go over and confront them um he calls flexo a degenerate hussy and tells angeline that he's disappointed with her too <laughs> i don't know why that tickles me like it does i also like that bender gives the line um he's like Man, I finally meet a nice girl with a pair of legs that don't quit unexpectedly. Um, like, that is maybe one of the most clever yeah. lines in the whole episode. It's because, so incredible. But again, it's that, like, robot play on words that I, I enjoy quite a bit. Uh, but anyways, we find out that Angeline and Flex... By the way, as an, as an aside, in my notes, I spelled Angeline, like, seven different ways. Uh-huh. The plot synopsis spells it one way the infosphere spell, spells it a different way i have no idea how to spell her freaking name um if you know how to spell her name tweet at us at back to futurama anyways he uh or we find out that angeline and flexo are divorced but they still want to be friends a bender kind of acts like he already knew this and is more is acting upset because of the wine choice but really it's the steward's fault and slaps the steward excellent choice sir <laughs> um i i really enjoy that leela suggests that if bender's so mad that uh he should uh just be honest and open and, and talk about his feelings and fry suggests either that or be a man i that hmm it, no, it's problematic. I'm I'm fully aware of that. I only bring it up because it it directly correlates to Bender's next step, uh, which is to lie to her and concoct an incredibly dumb plan. Oh, the dumbest. Which Fry is even like now you're thinking like a man, uh, but an incredibly dumb plan. Uh, and I quote. I'll call Angeline while pretending to be Flexo, arrange a date, show up disguised as him, and catch her two-timing me as myself. Yeah, this, it hurts how dumb this plan is. It hurts my brain. Bender's not very smart when it doesn't come to bending or pimping schemes. It's true. I mean, he even got caught at the the pimping scheme, so he's maybe not even that good about that either. That's true. But he's good at uh smoking cigars drinking and bending just like me so ben and bender (laughs) two peas in a pod so they go back to the hip joint which makes its uh first reappearance Mm -hmm. since uh the episode name the one where i don't remember but i remember rings are cool we meet zap because leela's going on dates uh love's labor's lost in space is the name of the episode we had to bring zap into this and as as I recall, I thought the name of the hip joint was a very clever play on words, and you were unimpressed. I, th- I, well, I'm sure it's going to get cut in regardless of how <laughs> I react here. So you may have to explain this one to me. Like I, didn't, that I never the, thought that was a the joke. joint. The, the joint being the place is a hip place. Yeah, 
but also that the human body has a hip joint. Okay. That's not a good podcast. That was just for me. Because <laughs> it just like, because that's what people used to call it, like the hip joint. Like, I thought it was just like, oh, let's go to the hip joint. What's the hip joint? Oh, just go to the, you know, the it's it's a who's on first joke to me. There, I can see that there's a layer there, yes. I thought it was clever. Well, I'm not saying it's not clever. Maybe I'm not clever enough for the show. Maybe this is one time that I the show went and I could not follow. I Maybe my views have evolved because I thought it was somewhat clever this time. There's also a sign that says, Robot Night, designated device drivers drink free. Truly amazing. Truly incredible. I, I love it. Uh-huh. So Bender puts on a magnetic beard and he says, now we'll see who loves whom, which I only bring up that quote because well done, Bender, uh, properly using who and whom. He's good at grammar. He Well, okay. So that's one thing we've added to the, the mm-hmm. good. He's now good at four things. Mm-hmm. So um, so he he does, when he he's ordering them drinks, uh, he, he orders a fuzzy navel and the girliest drink they have. Two fuzzy navels. Got uh, it. And then flashes a giant wad of bills of cash. And the robot mafia notices it. It's like, look at that scab w- waving around that wad of cash. Let's see if he hangs around and does it a few more times. Right? Like one was one was fine. Yeah, yeah. One was fine. You get one. And then like, you, you know. Get maybe two. Maybe two. Yeah. But two, three? Three is right out. That's where the line is. It's, it's right out. Well, let's see if they follow through. So Bender, as Flexo, uh, is uh, is trying to hit on Angeline on this date. He's doing a pretty good job of it. Like, he yep. asks her to dance, which Flexo apparently always hated. Um, and also in the background, um, Isaac is back. Hey, um, welcome back, he, Isaac. He's hanging out in the, uh, in the dance party, the robot dance party. It's a good thing. I was worried he died in the, the, t- the Titanic. It's true, because that's the last time we saw him. The first time and the last time we saw him. Uh, but not now it's not the last time, because now we just saw him, and that was the last time. But I guess I never thought of that. Like, he made Isaac it, could have died. He made... He made it's, it's a triumphant story. He made it off. Ex- uh, excellent. It's a triumph. This was a triumph. I'm making, I'm making a, note a note here. here. <laughs> Huge success. <laughs> It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Okay, that's probably enough portal for now. I'm just glad that you were picking up what I was putting down. Oh, what you're putting down? I'm picking it up. Um, yeah, and I mean, I I don't have a whole lot written down here. It's sort of a, a yeah. He, Bender keeps saying smoothy things, but he's keeps showing his wad of cash, and he keeps reminding Angeline that he's flexo. Yeah. He, Angeline thinks that Flexo's loosened up and will dance and have a good time. Um, and uh, at one point, Bender like knocks his magnetic beard off and has to go retrieve it from the butt of another robot. And and that seems to be resolved pretty quickly because he just dips Angeline and she seems to be into that. As they are leaving the hip joint, like they close down the hip joint. Oh, yeah. Um, all the other robots have danced themselves so hard that they have fallen apart into uh their various components so they close down the hip joint and they're leaving and and um 
he walks her out um offering a cigar she's like man i you know i'm starting to remember why i fell for you in the first place and he's like she's fallen for flexo aha that means i need to romance her even harder because again he's not this plan is so it's a bad plan so bad um he then flashes his wad of cash for the third time to the the valet and uh the don bot is like wait is that two or three times <laughs> he's lost count and when it was pointed out that's the third time he's like all right that was the requisite number of times <laughs> he then uh <laughs> uh arranges and uh says i hope he doesn't have an on the job accident and uh joey mousepad is like i don't think we should wait for an accident i think we should just go kill him and the the Donbot gives him like as much of a dirty look that is different from his usual resting dirty look face as he possibly can for a robot that's mm-hmm. also a mob boss. That was a sentence. So the, the sentences we we never realized we'd say. And then we also get one of my favorite. It's one of my most referenced Futurama things ever. I know you and I do it to each other all the time. Bender's like, we had such fun. Why don't I go back to your place? And she's like, I had fun, but... And then Bender's like, but... <laughs> like, just we... <laughs> really stretching out the word but. Like the, the way he kind of moves in frame and stretches out the word is like coming in and stretching it out. And it's very... But... It's, it's satisfying to watch and listen to, even though he's like... And just John DiMaggio's delivery of that, that one word just it's so good like it's, we we do it all the time of course and it's great it's wonderful they uh they make out uh where uh and bender's flexo beard attaches to angeline's chin yep and angeline realizes she's been tricked by bender not flexo the the one she loves so much and then they get into a fight and he's because he's like uh you love him so much you even love people pretending to be him and she says, maybe I love you so much that I love you no matter who you're pretending to be. I wish I could believe or understand that. Yeah, it's a very good, very good line. And uh, then Bender decides that the thing to do now is just to kill Flexo. So he he tears off in this hover car and then gets to the plant where Flexo is like working overtime and just runs up and punches him in the back of the head. It's There's something just seems like the thing to very do. very comedic in the way that it's paced and uh, uh like diagrammed out so bender and flexo fight and meanwhile the mob is also there and their plot is to drop an unbendable girder which is literally just a big girder that says unbendable on the side well i mean if it says it it's got to be true it's got to be true and so p- drop it on the guy that they saw flashing all the the filthy scab money around the guy with the beard the guy with the beard the other filthy scab they don't have a problem with (laughs) um so they uh, bender and flexo fight for a bit um and then they drop the unbendable girder and it crushes flexo down into like he's compressed down into this like really short little robot yeah form um and he's like no i'm great no really i'm i'm dying Angeline uh, is like, no, because, you know, Bender showed Bender tonight showed me how much I love you, which is weird because it's. Yeah, I 
it's a it's a hard robot love is weird that's if there's anything i learned in high school it's that robot love is weird (laughs) (laughs) i uh i don't i don't know if i want to know about your high school experience then well no like you have like sex ed and they teach you about the birds and the bees and the bots and it gets weird when you start talking about the bots Maybe they do something a little different in Virginia because we didn't. Really... Sex ed in Virginia is a whole different thing. Yeah, I think that's why I'm. Maybe I need. To... Maybe we need to talk about this. Maybe maybe you should let me know, and we can talk. We we as can adults. we can record the follow up. Uh, Back to the Futurama after dark. <laughs> uh, and we'll release Back to the Futurama the sex years. We'll release that one later on this week so be prepared for that (laughs) i wouldn't hold your breath yeah footnote i wouldn't uh yeah we're not doing that. even if i wanted to it is sweltering in this apartment (laughs) so let's finish up this episode i like how you're even if i wanted to like you don't want to talk about robot sex with me what's the problem (laughs) here is it me ben is it me I mean, all right, I'll I'll totally do that. Like, let's let's rap about it, but let's wait until it's not a million degrees in here. Okay. So um, that'll be our <clears throat> that'll be a bonus episode for you later. Angeline is very upset because she realizes she still loves Flexo, and Bender, in one of his few selfless moments, mm-hmm. decides that he loves Angeline so much that he's going to save Flexo. Um, he uses some bend gay. Well, the point is, he has to do this because he's going to save Flexo the only way that he knows how, by bending. He doesn't know how to lift, so he's only got the one option. Despite the fact that it's an unbendable girder. Mm-hmm. So then he puts on, he rubs on some bend gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes fun of the, the bend gay, the, I actually don't know what it's for. It's uh, like it's a for, cream of some kind. Yeah, it's it's for like uh, uh, muscle soreness and that kind okay, of thing, I believe. Um, all I know is that having the name Ben and a, gay, a, a cream called Ben Gay exists. You get made fun of a lot in high school. So it wasn't all sex robots. Um, kids are mean. Kids are Wait. mean. <laughs> I didn't. I forgot the sex robots part in that. Hold on. <laughs> okay, we'll keep going. Um, so after that, this he he goes to bend the girder, and his antenna explodes. And his the door of his compartment falls off, but he's able to bend the girder. Flexo thanks him like, thanks, buddy. Another year of that, and I'd have been a goner. I, I really appreciate how the the stakes of that, how mm-hmm. it seemed very urgent and found out to be not. I think that's just how robots function in general, like that titanium mine collapse where the robots were going to die in 300 years. And then they just paved over it and mm-hmm. tried to move on with their lives. Um, so How then could it, they be so heartless? So then it cuts back to Planet Express, and Leela's like, so Angeline and Flexo had sex right there on the factory floor? It, it, I just, I can't. He's still crushed by it. It's not like he, he accordioned back. He's still crushed. How did that work? I guess he wasn't crushed in the places that mattered. It, you, exactly. you you know more uh-huh. about robot sex than i do friend oh yeah so <laughs> everybody uh, the professor says like oh you just need to have a new angle on life and be positive i really appreciate that leela though says well at least you got bending out of your system 
after seeing this sex. It's it's true. Yeah, then the professor starts singing a song about how... Have how, a new angle on life. And everybody's like, Bender, can you do something about that? So they he bends him now down into like a 180 degree... <laughs> his, his, his head and his feet are on the same plane. Uh-huh. And... Um, Everybody's like, no, Bender, you did that the wrong way. And he's like, why? I like him better this way. And, and the professor says, I'm sad now. And then Leela's like, eh, it's fine. And then that is where the episode ends off, which means it is time for... Grades. This episode is... Uh, it's kind of interesting because it doesn't really have... It's just the one plot here. There's like some side things like the Zoidberg jokes and the Hermes jokes. It's true. There's no real B plot in this episode. Yeah. So it, this is this is an episode that kind of lives or dies by its A plot because there's really not much else. Um, I think it's a funny episode, but I think it there are definitely some problems with the plot. I don't. I never really found the kind of love triangle useful, and obviously the the convoluted uh, plot to kind of trick Angeline was really kind of, it was kind of funny, but also kind of weird and somewhat a little problematic too. Sure. Um, and I, I just, this isn't one of those episodes like we've discussed, like this is one I'd always want to watch. Um, this is one that I kind of, I even forgot which episode this was because there, there was this one and then the, uh, a future episode in which he, which Bender falls in love with something else that he probably should not be falling in love with the the ship. Oh yeah, and I couldn't remember which one this was. So that kind of tells me a little bit about how much I actually liked it. I mean, it's it's uh, there are there are the good parts of the episode like where where the whole group is together, but I think it really falls apart when it's just either the the three robots or. Or, you know, like outside of Planet Express, outside of the main characters. And I think, I think it could probably be a stronger episode, although I don't, I don't know how to generate that, but I I don't think it's a, I don't think it's the strongest. I'm going to give it a B minus. Okay. So here is an interesting fact about this episode. Way back in college, I bought a very, very cheap, bad, dumb DVD player and certain um specifically with uh tv on dvd um something about it certain episodes of certain tv shows wouldn't play this is one of them so i've actually of the original run um this one and and one other episode just wouldn't play on this really bad dvd player i tend to forget this episode exists because of that now unlike the other episode um that it it would always skip uh, which is the sting I don't really care that much for this episode. So I I I almost literally forget this episode exists half the time because I'd be, you know, doing a binge watch of Futurama, the DVD player would break. It, this was I think the last episode on the disc anyways, so I'd just like skip it. It's pretty skippable. Yeah. When it comes down to it there, which is weird because I've talked a lot about how I like episodes that are very heavy robot themed because you get a lot of good robot jokes and we got a few designated device drivers drink free yeah uh you know that kind of thing legs that don't end uh, legs that don't quit unexpectedly yeah 
so we got a few of those. I don't, I honestly don't find really any, there, there are a couple of plots about Bender falling in love, and I honestly don't find them that interesting. Not a one of them. I think, I, I, sure, Let, let's wait for other. I, well, yes, we'll talk about um, Love and Rocket is, I think, the name of the episode. Yeah, I think that's probably right. We'll talk, we'll talk about that uh, later on. But I just don't find it that interesting as a plot device. I don't find, uh, I think I mentioned this in the last Flexo episode. I don't think Flexo is that interesting of a character. It's just got a lot of problems. And so while there are a lot of great, funny jokes that come through, I'm thinking maybe a C. Like, yeah, I, I'm, it, it's just, it's pretty skippable. Even listening to you, I'm like, I'm still, I was vacillating between B minus and C plus, And I, I, I'm still not sure where it needs. To, it feels like right in between there, but I, I think I'll knock it down one to be uh, C plus. Uh, it, it, it's got it's got some of like the main reason I'm Team Zoidberg in it, but it also has, but it's one or two or four moments in an episode doesn't make it right. And I mean, like I said, it's just it is it is a a. a I know from experience, it's a skippable episode of Futurama. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's it's funny. Like if you're if you're watching through for the first time, I mean, definitely don't skip it. It's not it's not entirely pointless, but like, I just don't feel it's that important. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, you're always welcome to disagree with uh, our grades. And if you have any thoughts on this episode, uh, want to tell us if you agree, disagree. Um, want to talk about other episodes, anything Futurama related, always feel free to send us an email. Uh, you can do that at back to the Futurama podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at back to Futurama. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash back to Futurama. Uh, we are on iTunes and Apple podcasts or whatever they're calling that right now. Um, so feel free to rate us subscribe review and uh share with your friends and we can have a a big old futurama party that sounds great maybe my next birthday party should be a futurama themed party oh dang that's a great idea and we can invite all of our listeners from the podcast uh that'll get expensive considering i think most of our listeners are in the uk and in australia so well i think this just means we your birthday party is in the uk and australia Sweet. Let's plan on that. And in the meantime, until next week, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Goodbye Goodbye from from the world world of tomorrow. tomorrow.